Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Boy, it's great to be back with you folks. Here we are sitting where it's colder than it's ever been cold since about January of last year for me. And, and, uh, but you know, I'm looking here at the Bible and I'm wondering what's going on with Job. And as we go into uh, chapter 30, we get a little more of a picture of uh, Job and what's going on with his life. And, you know, I'm excited on a couple levels here. I'm excited that uh, as we move along that, that, that Job offers his resume back last chapter uh, that Job talks about those things, and, and, and he gets caught up a little bit in emotion. He gets caught up a little bit in the past, and that was, that was preceded by saying, you know, we can mine, we can find these jewels, we, we can do all that. We, man knows how to do all that, but we need to find wisdom. And right after he says he needs to find wisdom, he goes to a chapter uh, talking about everything he did in the past, and that's mm-hmm. okay. I think he's answering, you know, what these guys are saying about him and trying to make him look like he had some almighty crazy sin. And remember, folks, trials come from a couple different places, a couple different ways from God. Trials can be uh, something that's given to us individually to grow, to get better, to to make a difference, or trials can be something that we just get because sin's in the world to help other people in the world and to get down through those things. And we don't know what the difference is, so we need to chase. Uh, every single trial, uh, we need to, you know, we need to trace everyone and, and, and just get through it and uh, just do the best we can for, for God, just looking ahead. And I think that's what we're doing. And with me, as always, is Stephanie Westco. And uh, Stephanie, we find ourselves this morning still at Camp Joy, Wisconsin. I feel like we've been here three and a half months, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's only been about five days. And, and, uh, uh, and so what do you think here? Uh, are you feeling good? I mean, are you, uh, are you in a good place right now? I am. I am. Um, I just want to share Doug right now looks like he needs food and a nap. But um, that's what happens when you've taught camp all week. So yeah, I, I, I got I, a little caffeine in me. So I, I'm a little bit, I am a little bit tired, a little bit beat. Uh, but we did it. We had a really good week. Oh man, we had a great week. Oh wow, wow! Things happen that you know God shows up all the time when we allow Him to show up. Yep. And He can show up for you folks too. And mm-hmm. and, and you know he, He's got to be prayed in. We our hearts have got to be right. Yeah. We got to come together. We looked at like twelve hundred verses. If you look at everything we went through this week, we looked at a good chunk of the Bible. They were at PTSD class. We had we had people from uh, I guess as far uh, east. Uh, well, we had people right from the other side of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So we had people from the other side of Canada, and uh, then we had folks from North Carolina. Of course, Debbie and I uh, came up from South Carolina. Uh, we had folks from Illinois, Kentucky. I mean, we had people from all over. And uh, most importantly, we had the Holy Spirit of God with us. And so so we want to continue that on. And we got to remember, Job didn't have the Holy Spirit of God in his heart right here. Mm -hmm. What Job had, Job had, he didn't have the Word of God right here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Job just believed uh, uh, what God had done. He saw what God had done through nature, through different things like that. So Job's at a different level. So we got to remember as we go through our trials, if we try to compare ourselves against Job, uh, we're so much better off. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the modern day medicines. We, we've got more important than anything else. We've got the Word of God. Yeah. We've got the Holy Spirit of God within our hearts. And so let's remember that and recall that as we look here at chapter 30th. And it starts with those words, but now. But now. Whenever you see those words, but now. So we're leaving chapter 29, coming into chapter 30 of the book of Job. And he says, but now that they are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I would have disdained to have set with the dogs of my flock. Yea, whereunto might the strength of their hands profit me, in whom old age, <coughs> excuse me, old age has perished. For want and famine they were solitary, fleeing into the wilderness in former times desolate and waste, who cut up the mallows by their bushes and juniper roots uh, for their meat. They were driven forth from among men, they cried uh, them after a thief to dwell in the cliffs of the valleys, in the caves of the earth, and in the rocks. Among the bushes, they were gathered together. They were children of foos, yea, children of base men. They were viler than the earth, and now am I their song. Yea, I am their byword. They abhor me. You want to talk about a word that means more than hate, detest, stay away from. They abhor him, he says now. They flee far from me and spare not to spit in my face because he hath loosed my cord and afflicted me. They have also let loose the bridle before me. Upon my right hand rise the youth. They push away my feet. They raise up against me in the ways of their destruction. They mar my path. They set forward my calamity. They have no helper. They came upon me as a wide breaking of the waters. In the desolation, they rolled themselves upon me. Terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul to the wind, and my welfare passeth away a cloud. And now as my soul I poured out for me, the days of affliction have taken hold of me. My bones are pierced in me in the night session season, and my sinews take no rest. By the great force of my disease is my garment changed. It blindeth me about the collar and the coat. He hath cast me into the mire, and I become like dust and ashes. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not hear me. I stand up, and thou dost not regard me. Thou art become cruel to me. With thy strong hand thou opposest thyself against me. Thy lifteth me up to the wind. Thy castest me to the ride upon it. Thou dissolvest my substance. For I know that thou wilt house appointed for all a living. Howbeit he will not stretch out his hand to the grave and cry at his destruction. Did I not weep for him that was in trouble? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? When I looked for good, then evil came unto me. When I waited for light, there came darkness. My bowels boiled and wrestled not. The days of affliction prevented me. I went mourning without the sun. I stood up and I cried in the congregation. I am a brother to dragons and a companion to owls. My skin is black upon me, and my bones are burnt with heat. My harp also is turned to mourning, and my organ in the voice of them that weep. Wow. You want to take a picture of what Job's going to, or a look, or try to somehow make a picture, you can see it here in verse 30. Yeah. There's some bad juju here, man. There's, <laughs> there's stuff going on that'll make you crazy. And, and yeah. uh 
he's talking about his ways. And once again, he's back with, with all this bad stuff. You know, yeah. there's just one bad thing after another. And, well, he, I, and did, I, he did a top roller coaster and he was headed downhill on chapter 29 and 30. He just hits rock bottom again. Man, here we are again. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we're just, uh, we're just going to a bad place. And I mean, what do you think? What, what do you, uh, I mean, what do you think? He was looking for the good old days in 29, and, yeah. and and now he finds himself mocked and spat on and his skin turning black, his bones being yeah. pierced. You can think of the pain he's in. He hangs out with the owls at night. Yeah. Does that mess you up? He's up all night in pain. Yeah, I, there's there, when I read this chapter, it's crazy because nights yeah. come to my memory and being in those places of feeling like... Those deep, dark, Why am I just nasty. Not dead? Yeah. Yeah. And these are real. It's very easy to sit back and say, Job, you are just not trusting God. And there's but when peeps. you walked through the yeah. tri those trials, you know, and it's got to remember, Job just didn't go through one thing here. Yeah. You know, I think Job, from what we see in scripture, when it was his stuff and even his kids, was it hard? Yeah. Did he rent his clothes? Did he put on sackcloth? All of that? Yes. But then there's that other meet. There's that next meeting. Yeah. And because Satan couldn't break Job, just emotionally and mentally, he went after the physical. Yeah. And so by the time we're here in chapter thirty, gotta remember, Job did not realize he was gonna live through this. He was yeah. dying. He seriously was. Satan was killing him, and I firmly believe that Satan was going to kill him. I, Satan doesn't like to have to obey God. God yeah. stood in the way of that happening. But Satan was taking him literally to death's door. And when you're in that place of when physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, every part of you has yeah. been destroyed. Yeah. And he didn't have God's word. He didn't have the indwelling Holy Spirit we have. I honestly cannot fathom where Job was at this point. No, I... I wow. I, I think, you know... I think there's deep, dark valleys that even people that are listening right now are going through that nobody else can understand but right. God. Yeah. You know, I think there's people listening to us. And one thing you said in the beginning that brought something very, you know, right to the front of my mind again is Job just lost his kids. You know, he lost the loves of his life. He lost, uh, you know, your children. I mean, you got the love of your life, your wife. He's got his wife. But I mean, he lost everything his wife had built around these kids. They had raised them good. They got along with each other. They they worked on the ranch. Everything was going good. I mean, they're, and he lost that. Yeah. And he's out there, and his friends are beating away on him. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's talking about God beating away on him. He says, you know, I my bones are piercing. I'm up in the middle of the night. We've been up in the middle of the night in pain. Yeah. We've been in that bad place in the middle yeah. of the night. We've been through those things. And, and he's not <laughs> exaggerating. He says, my bones are pierced in me. That feeling of piercing pain is excruciating. Yeah. When it feels like someone has a nail and they're digging it into a certain spot. That's a very real thing. And it's... Yeah. Well, and he's, he's... He was dealing with so many things. I think he had a fever. Yeah, I do too. But I think... I think he I had think, a high fever going on here. I, I don't think there's just one source of all this. No. And that's what he keeps on saying. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of things going yeah. on with me. You know, the kids, the ranch, you know, people used to stand up for me a chapter ago. Uh, I had the jewels a couple chapters ago. You know, he, he's, there's all kinds of sources of confusion here for mm -hmm. Job. I lost not one kid. I lost all my kids. 
lost my entire family, lost my livelihood, lost my work, lost my jewels, lost all these different things going on. And, uh, and he's coming up and, 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 you know, again, I think, you know, I, I think everybody's looking for a sauce and for a cause or an explanation or a remedy. You know, I think that's what we look for when we're in a trial. What's the source of this? Why is this happening? And I don't think that's a bad thing, mm -hmm. but in Job's case, this is God allowing the devil to mess with him. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think Job, from time to time, he, he wanders off and feels bad for himself. Been there, probably been there today. Could have used seven more hours sleep today. Amen. Needs something hot to eat. You know, my ears are so cold right now, they're throbbing. Uh, but except for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're in this cabin. Debbie's covered up with all kinds of blankets over there. She's freezing, too. I can tell when my wife's freezing. She's shaking. Look at her. She is shivering over there. And, uh, you know, there's no heat in this room. We don't know how to turn on the heat. So I guess, you know, I guess this is a good time to look at the book of Job, you know. And uh, even though we're nowhere near what Job is going through, no we're a pretty miserable trio right now. Hey. And, uh, yeah. I mean... I'm not that miserable. Trust me, I've been way more miserable. Well, okay, we're a pretty miserable duo right here, Debbie and I, and and uh, <laughs> Debbie is clearly pointing out that she's not miserable either. So let's just go on record as this one miserable person here and three cold people here because they're not going to lie about being cold. All right, they may say they're not miserable, but they're cold. All right. And, uh, I think I feel just, like it's going to start snowing at any minute. I think, I think Doug, yeah. that we're we're getting into a realm of women have babies, and women go through things and are tougher in some ways. I can't believe you called the played the baby card, but it's true. And and it's uh, a real card. I had eight kids. Debbie had two. You know, we we yeah, know how this works. Yeah. Yeah, and I still have some baby weight left over. That's why I'm on a diet right now. But uh, anyway, going back to Job, Job wasn't working. <laughs> Debbie's making noise behind us here, and things are falling out of my Bible. But let's get to the important thing that's going on. I mean, you know, my Bible is also referred to as a file cabinet. But uh, uh, as we move along, and I, I got to be up front with you folks. I got to be up front with you. So uh there was another minute of take that i had to i had to delete because uh, the women folk here thought my argument was not persuasive enough against the woman giving birth <clears throat> so i left it alone i moved along and you can hear debbie in the background and we're just uh we're just going to move along at this point because this podcast we're about an hour and 26 minutes into these 14 minutes right now and uh we, we keep on laughing, and uh, honestly, we're not doing Job any justice by laughing about this. And, okay, well, and Job, so, so go back and just delete from the kid thing, because that's your bone of contention right there, and you're going to keep bringing it up. I like Debbie says, I'm just not going to bring it up anymore. We're just going to keep on going here, folks, and uh, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we heard from Debbie. Listen, here's what's going on with Job, and you know, Job's going through it, man. He's back in the good old days. He's he's miserable. He's got boils on his body. They probably turned into scars. Well, and you know, you know what boils do is they, 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 <clears throat> his skin is black now, so that's from the boils. Yep. And, you know, pus comes out of that. Well, and he says, my bones are burned with heat. I think there's a raging fever. 
So there probably is a, a raging fever going on. And, you know, and everything else on top of this, Job is in a really tough place. Job is in one of those places that none of us ever want to be in, that some of us uh, have been through some of these trials. But, I mean, what do we say to, to Job? If we're there right now with Job, if, if we're one of his friends, if we're sitting across from Job, uh, what do we say? I think there's that <clears throat> principle here of, Maybe he's out of context, but Matthew 7, 1, where God says, Judge not that ye be not judged, for with the judgment with, wherewith ye judge, therefore shall ye be judged. So i, I got to let you people in on something. We're about an hour and 46 minutes in uh, <laughs> trying to record this particular uh, testimony. And it seems like I've said things uh, that have not been professional. So I just want to come clean with everybody. I want to be, be blameless with you. And, uh, and, uh, uh, and so I've done some things uh, that I feel really bad about, and I'm, I'm looking for God's grace, but get, I, think, I think the best, <clears throat> and many of the brethren, it tells us in the book of Philippians, in the Lord, are waxing confident by their bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ. Boy, that, that, that just kind of catches you a little bit when you read that. Some indeed preach Christ, even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposed to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. You know, that's where we're at. We need to be set for the gospel. We need to be set for the defense of the gospel. And uh, I don't know, Stephanie, I mean, you know, we're putting together Job here. He's defending what he believes to be right. He's defending uh, the gospel. And, uh, and here we are over in Philippians. And we're looking at that today. I mean, what say you? Well, I think when I go back to where Job is, you know, he's come out of praising God and all of who God is, God's wisdom, God's majesty. And then he goes through this next chapter of I'm done with life. I wish that um, my life could be all that it was. And um, I think Job's just at that point of he's trying to stand for what's right. He's stand, trying to stand for Christ, stand for all that he has ever believed in. And yet, as he goes through this roller coaster of what trauma has done to him, and he's dealing with friends who are preaching a Christ of contention. And yeah. there's not sincerity there. And so I think there's this battle going on in Job's heart and mind of what's truth? What's wrong with my brain? What's right? What's wrong? And we're just, God gives us Job's thoughts because Job just lays it all out. As and you we know, go the, it's a battle. Chapters. It's a battle, honestly, that some are going through now mm-hmm. that are listening to this podcast. And. And, uh, you know, there's uh, your thoughts, your thought life. We talked earlier about the hypervigilance of uh, somebody suffering from PTSD, somebody who's uh, involved in the scheme of things, you know, who are really going through the trauma right now or dealing with the flashbacks. I mean, we met people this week with traumatic brain injuries, with Mm -hmm. anger, and just so many things. But, uh, you know, what do we say to people? We say, listen, you're going to have those friends, you know, with the Job's friend spirits, with a Zophar spirit or an Eliphaz spirit, or 
or Bill Dad the Narcissist spirit. You're going to have people like that in your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so somehow you need to use the Word of God as your litmus test, as your filter. Use the Word of God to uh, just to strengthen you. And somehow, somehow we can't let these people, you know, in many cases people say, well, I can't separate from my boss. I can't separate from the guy I work across from. Mm -hmm. So, so what do we tell them? I mean, how do you how do you get through that? Well, I, I you think of Job. Job was in a position he couldn't separate. This guy's like dying, and these it's not like he can just get up and get away from these guys. Yeah. And um, God used everything Job went through to bring honor and glory to Him for thousands of years. Yeah. And yeah. so, if you're in a situation where you can't get away from it, yeah. And um. It, you feel like you're trapped, remember that in the end, you bringing honor and glory to God is what matters. And in your responses, and, and this, in the, when the rubber meets the road, if it is a boss situation, yeah, you may need to pray about getting a different job. Yeah. Um, because if it's going to affect you, narcissists are toxic. And yeah. so if you're constantly, even in a work environment, you know, if God opens the door, yep, yep, you may need to get another job. I mean, these people are not people you need to hang around with. Either, you know, and, and there has to be, um, you have to go in there with the full armor of God on. Mm -hmm. You got to be fully armored every yeah. single day. You got to yeah. be, you know, do your devotions before you go off to work. Do your reading. Mm -hmm. uh, try to talk to people, but I know what some of you are going to say. Hey, I've tried talking to this person. I tried doing this for this person. And, and I think the answer is found, honestly, in uh, just being prepared, being armored up, being ready to face the day, uh, you know, having the Holy Spirit of God right in the midst of things. And I think you can do that, you know, through your devotions in the morning. I've told you that uh, on a daily basis, I read daily in the Word. So if you don't have a devotion that's coming in on your internet, daily in the Word comes in from uh, Paul Chaplin, the folks out at West Coast. And I recommend that devotion. I don't know these people real well. Uh, haven't been out to college in many, many years, but I love the devotion yeah. every morning because it's a devotion, it's a thought for the day, and it's all your Bible reading for the day. So I encourage you to do that. It's just a quick email. You pop on it. First thing in the morning, you go through it. You make your cup of tea or coffee, and you're doing good. Anyway, I know we're closing up now, and I wanted to just finish up. So there was some laughter and some fun today. We just had a good time here at camp and we're a little bit tired we're a little bit silly and uh, uh, we've really enjoyed this opportunity to have this podcast with you. We always enjoy that you folks come out and listen to us. We think it's a thrill and if there's anything we could do for you, honestly, look us up on our private Facebook pages. Uh, look us up uh, wherever you can. We'd be glad to take this opportunity to talk with you, make some recommendations to you and, uh, and, and just gladly with anything at all. Hey, in just a second, I am, uh, I'm going to talk to you about the, uh, understanding the gospel of Jesus Christ and accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Listen, there's nothing more important you can do. Please heed these words. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price 
on sin. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The third thing, and the good news that the Bible teaches us today, is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us. While we were yet sinners, before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart, that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart, that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.